Hey, good evening, Top Fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry here with another fresh face. I keep saying that, but hey, we got people that, that want to talk about their teams. And today I got Joe in the clubhouse. Joe, it's good to have you. Hi, thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Joe, Joe's going to talk to us about a team that that um, we've had on before, but it's great. I think I found two of the diehard fans right now. They've, they've had, they're having a rebuilding decade. Or something to that effect, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, decade, decade and a half, you know. It's yeah, just it sort of a Baltimore thing. <laughs> there you go. So, Joe, who's your who's your team? Baltimore Orioles. Old, old Balmer. There you go. He's wearing a Balmer hat, guys. It's so uh, yeah, back guys, here. Got, got the official oh, license yeah. hat. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I I was interviewing, uh, and you'll hear it beforehand. Um, but I, I visited with a Mariners fan uh, a couple of days ago on the podcast and dropped next week. And I, when I said, you know, what fan are you? He says, Mariners. He says, I'm one of the four fans they have left. I, he goes, I don't know where the other three are. Like, Mariners fans, <laughs> he said it, not me. He said it. Uh, it was all him. Are they in the family reunion? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. So what brings you around to be an, an Oriole fan? Uh Born, I was born in Baltimore, uh, lived there for about 12 years, my, 10 years of my life, I'm sorry, 10 years of my life, and uh, it was just in my blood, my family and my grandparents were Orioles fans, and uh, once the Baltimore Colts left in 84, that, that was that was it, you know, it was ooze, and that's, uh, that's pretty much stuck with it, through thick and thin, yeah. <laughs> and thin. <laughs> thin and thin. <laughs> yes 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 i just watched gosh what was it the other night i was laying in bed and i couldn't totally sleep and so i i turned on youtube and i put in mlb you know worst calls right and obviously uh -huh. everything was angel hernandez or most of it was angel hernandez sorry angel if you're listening to this um but then there was the orioles play when Derek cheater hit that home run in the playoffs where the fan reached over you remember this Oh, yep. That was the playoffs. Right. Uh, Tony Tarasco was in there, and the kid, he everybody in Baltimore knows him, Jeffrey Mayer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we know. There's a beer, there's actually a beer company that made a craft beer down there. It, it's, uh, I think it was like Burley Oak Beer Company or something. I'm not totally sure, but it was called Jeffrey Sucks. So it, yeah, it runs deep. <laughs> Guy, guy goes to a restaurant, goes to pay, I'm sure, and they say, can I see your ID? They see his ID, and they're like, get out. <laughs> yeah, get out you, right you now. You ain't got to pay, but you got to get out before we chase you out. <laughs> yeah, so that was a terrible call. I Great for Yankee fans, but he reached over, and nowadays with instant replay, that would be done, right? Oh. But, but it oh, was To be fair, I think uh, Tony Tarasco should at least try to jump up a little bit. He just kind of had his hand up there, just yeah. chilling, you know? Yeah, just wait for the ball to come down. Um, dude, when you're that close, jump up because you know there's fans behind you. But And if he would have jumped up and hit that kid, he, Derek Jeter would have been out, right? Yeah. Fan interference. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, no, he's got a great argument for that. It's funny that you guys – that's like uh, that's like Chicago and Steve Bartman. Everybody knows that guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was watching that game too. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> If you don't believe in curses in baseball, think again, right? Mm, so, exactly. Uh, yeah. We, curse. 
we've had a couple of uh, Cubs fans on um, a couple of times and, and they, you know, those ones hurt, right? Those, those are the ones that hurt because you just, you think if the baseball gods are watching, hopefully the baseball gods were asleep when this happened, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, then the next play, ground ball, you know, goes through somebody's legs. The next play, it's always that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it just cuts a little bit deeper, you know? <laughs> exactly. All <laughs> right, so let's turn to favorite players. So uh, your favorite pa- player, past or present, it could be an Oriole, doesn't have to be an Oriole. Favorite player, past and present, tell me why. All right, well, past, Cal Ripken. Of course. Yeah, you know, 80s, 90s kid growing up. It, Baltimore Royalty. I mean, he still is. And came, coming uh, from Maryland. So it was just hometown team, hometown player. And he was everywhere. You couldn't, could not not see his image or likeness anywhere within, you know, 50 miles of Baltimore. Yeah. Baseball Royalty, not just Baltimore. Baseball Royalty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And current player. Probably my. My, my current player, Mike Trout, uh, only reason why, you know, five-tool five player, and probably, like, the closest thing that I'll ever see playing live, like, maybe comparable to Mickey Mantle. So, that's Mike Trout. Also, like, uh, if uh, he ever stays healthy, Fernando Tatis, if he uh, doesn't fall off washing his truck. Yeah. I know this guy – so I'll, I'll tell you, since, since I'm in California, I'll give you. So my, my office is on the same street as Anaheim Stadium. Okay. And so I can walk to Anaheim Stadium. In fact, if you came in and you said, hey, let's go to a game, I'd say park at the stadium, I'll walk, and I'll meet you, just drop me back in my office um, at the end of it. Uh, watching Mike Trout is something special. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, oh. I had a former Baltimore Oriole, which I'll tell you offline who this was, tell me that he was the best player that he's ever seen. Um, and so, and this was before Mike Trout was really Mike Trout. This was when he was a young kid, second, third season in, whatever. Right. Um, fantastic talent. Uh, Fernando Tatis. Uh, most people that I've talked to were nervous about that long deal, 13 years when he was so young. Um, and when he went down with the back injury last season, everybody in San Diego was like, just to be, you know, when you're 23 years old, those things don't play themselves out. When you're 33, they do. And yeah. when you've got somebody until they're 36 and you're going to have three or four or five years of, of famine, <laughs> that's when he starts to get nervous. But yes. right, good calls, good calls on both of those. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. The, um, yeah, Mike Trout is, is something fun. I will tell you this about Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken's first at bat at Anaheim Stadium, the year that he decided to retire. First inning, he comes up and John Lackey, say what you will about John Lackey. Okay. As a Dodger right. fan, there's other things I'll say about John Lackey, just not as we're recording. Um, <laughs> but say what you will about John Lackey. Cal Ripken Jr. steps up to the plate, digs in, and John Lackey notices the crowd clapping and he steps off the mound. He steps off the rubber. And Cal sees it and he just motions like, hey, pitch, pitch. And John just ignored him like he didn't even see it. <laughs> so Cal <laughs> tips his hat and, you know, and the fans are given, I'm not exaggerating, it's probably a 90-second to two-minute ovation, which is big in an opposing ballpark, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And and Lackey doesn't step on into his credit, and Cal Ripken finally got frustrated. It was like, pitch, pitch. <laughs> 
the first pitch John Lackey throws, he throws a fastball inside and and Cal turns on it and hits it over the yard. It hits it out of the yard. Nice. And it was it wasn't a gimme pitch. I mean, because uh-huh. I, I went home and watched on Sports Center to see if it was a gimme pitch. No, uh-huh. it was a it was a two seam fastball that just broke too much into the plate. Um, and and Cal first pitch, <laughs> and I'm sure John was like, "I gave you this, and this is what you give me back." <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it was a sweet memory and and that's awesome man yeah i mean guys like that when they retire the the jeters the cal ripkins the guys that play it special mickey mantle um uh, willie mays right and you know and out here uh clayton kershaw great pitcher right guys that play it right and do it right and are good for the community good for the fan base you gotta you gotta give them a lot of love when you can. Oh yeah, absolutely, 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 yeah. All right, so let's switch gears. I love the players. I listen. I love those. Tell me about the ballparks you've been to. I've only been to three. Uh, Memorial Stadium, you know the original Oriole Stadium, uh, right. Oriole Park at Kenley Yards, and I've been to the uh, the vet the uh, vet stadium. Oh, uh, the concrete cool. jungle. Oh, that was something. That was something special. <laughs> Did you go there during the World Series when you guys played them? No, no. Uh, I was only four years old when that happens. Okay. But uh, I went there. It was uh, when we moved up here to New York. We had like a little league. Like, oh, we're going to the the Phillies game. I'm like, okay. I've never been to Philadelphia. And we went there. It was just a big old slab of concrete going in there. I was like, this is uh, okay. <laughs> it had, it, had, I mean, it was, yeah, it, was, it had some personality. <laughs> But yeah. nothing like uh, how I see what they have. That was it. Uh, Citizen Bank Park. There is that. Is that what it is? Yeah, Citizen yeah. Bank. Yeah. Citizen Bank. That, that looks. That looks a lot nicer. <laughs> you know, I I interviewed a couple of Philly fans that are that are about. You know, you and I are about the same age and about our age, and uh-huh. and um, they talked about the and you know it was it was different. Uh, uh-huh. You know, and it uh, you walked in and it was like you say concrete jungle, but it the astroturf and just it was just a different you know but those those were older ballparks that's how they were created it wasn't people went for the you know buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks not hey where do i get my filet mignon um and how do i get (laughs) delivered to my seat in you know the third inning or whatever exactly so oh yeah it was it was definitely a working man stadium blue collar yeah no i i loved it um, it was some, and some of the highest, like seeing the ground balls bounce, how they, they bounced right there too. It was just, it was so so much different than seeing like natural grass field. And, you know, some of the kids nowadays that you go to the games, you're not going to see the old AstroTurf because I don't remember, I don't think there's any AstroTurf uh, stadiums anymore. If I, my memory serves me correct. Yeah, I believe you're right. I believe you're right. The um, I'll still never forget a, and I want to say, I think it was at the vet, uh, Paul O'Neill kicking the ball in from right field. That, oh, yeah. that was the vet, actually, the, uh-huh. the high bounce. And if you, if you ever go, have you ever gone onto a website called Baseball Reference? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So if you go on Paul, uh, you know how they, you, they'll say Willie Mays bats right, throws right, right? Uh-huh. Paul O'Neill says bats, um, bats left, throws left, kicks left. And then they have oh, a link yeah. for that video. Yes, yes, nice. you'll have to check nice. it out. That's I'll like check that. 
Oh, that that's freaking sweet. <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. I, I was having a really bad day one day, and I went on the baseball reference. And I was actually looking up something Paul Kner, uh, Paul uh, O'Neill. And I, honestly, yeah. it was one of those days that everything I touched just turned to rust. So Ooh, yeah. I, you just want to hit the reset button. So I'm in my office, and I'm and I'm on baseball reference. I'm thinking, I'm sure I'll get a lot done, but whatever. And I see <laughs> that, and I start laughing. And so I click the little button, and it takes me to the YouTube video. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. Whoever did this, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well played. Well yes. played. My life does not suck today. It's awesome. Because <laughs> you know, I just saw Paul Jericho kick that ball in from right field. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's great. That's great. I, I'm definitely checking that out after, after I've done this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, okay. So the three ballparks you've been to, which one's your favorite? Uh, Oriole Park. Just, just so beautiful. It is. I mean, it might be the Homer coming out in May. And we've only been three ballparks in my life so there you go there you go yeah okay so you have a month off no responsibilities unlimited funds you can go anywhere give me the five ballparks that you're going to unlimited funds unlimited time you got a month to do it in tell me where you're going to go where are the five ones you want to go to uh boston going to the uh fenway uh wrigley okay uh What's Giant Stadium? I'm gonna give the Giant Stadium right there. Oriole or, or Oracle Park. Oracle Oracle Park. Petco. Petco. Okay. And uh, I would have to say I like Dodger Stadium. I have to go do like a quick East Coast, a little bit of Midwest, then West Coast. You know, you picked the three oldest ballparks in the in the business, which I was hoping when you said the Dodger, what I'm like, please say the Dodgers because you picked the the other two <laughs> oldest ones. Uh-huh. Um, I've been outside of Wrigley. It looks gorgeous. I haven't been inside. I took the Fenway tour. Absolutely fun tour. Different ballpark. Different ballpark because it's the dimensions. You're kind of it. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Go sometime. Get up there. Go. Um, right. Dodger Stadium is up on a hill. It's breathtakingly gorgeous. You can see the skyline from LA. Um, not easy to get to, but it is there. Um, Oracle Park is so much fun, but it's cold because it's right on the bay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's cold. And then uh, Petco Park, when you go there, you'll have to tell me, if you ever get out there, you'll have to tell me this. Tell me if you think it's too dark. Okay. Because their lights go north to south, not east to west. They're light fixtures. Oh, wow. And so, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah, cause most, most, yeah. yeah. And they're like this. And, and to that's me, kind of it's weird. dark. Like every night in my bed, too, I'm like, do the players see the ball? Like, but of course, I'm in the fan, I'm in the stand, so I don't see what they're seeing on the field. But to me, it's just a little darker. Right. And, yeah. It's like holding your, taking the video, you're holding your phone up and down like this, not like this. You know, and you're, you're not getting the right. landscape. Yeah. 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 And, but it's a gorgeous park. They built an entire community around it. I mean, okay. you, you could take, there's places where you can take your buddies and go get yourself, you know, some, you know, get your drink on early on if you want to. There's places mm-hmm. where you can take a spouse where, you know, forget the drink on. It's it's going to be an, a decent dinner, you know, and then you go into the ballpark and it's all reasonably priced. It's like they have made downtown that area. Phenomenal. So you get out there. It's a great time. Ignore it if it's too dark for you. But, you know, send me a message. Bill, I'm at Petco. It's too dark. <laughs> so my turn out the lights. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. 
Right. Somebody, did, did we not pay the bill? Did we not pay the bill? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's awesome. All right, so now we're out of the lockout. We're a couple of days away from, from the season starting, right? Mm-hmm. So, some of the teams are surprised. The Royals are, at this point right now, top fans, as I'm, we're recording this, the Royals are still undefeated. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't think is going to be the case. I don't think they're going to go 162 and 0. In fact, I'll put good money on that top fans if they don't go 162 and 0. Oh yeah, um, I, I hope not. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. But what are you looking forward to the most? It's it's 2022. Fans can get back in the stands. We got 162 games. What are you looking forward to most? I want to see if Shohei can uh, can repeat what he did last year. Ooh, good call. Good call, Shohei. And speaking of the, the Royals, I want to see that young kid, Bobby Witt Jr. I want to see what he can do. Yeah. I was watching a video last night, and they were showing, like, his swing. It's very comparable to Mike Trout. He's got that short, compact swing. It's got, you know, slight, you know, ele- elevated. He's just – he's hitting dingers. Yeah. So, no, I mean, he looks good. He looks really good. He looks uh-huh. really good. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I agree with you. My buddy, who's the other uh, Orioles fan, he said, we're just praying out here, you know, he now lives in the West, but he grew up right by Baltimore. And he says, we're just praying that we don't lose 100. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the goal right now. Yep, it is. That's the barometer. <laughs> There's the windows of life. We're not looking to break even. We're not looking to go 81 and 81. We just don't want to go 62 and 100. Okay. You know. Yeah, exactly. We want 63.99. That's that's my prediction this year. 63.99. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So just in stuff to look forward to, obviously we now have the Shohei rule, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if this guy goes down the first game of the season and never plays another major league baseball game, he's got his own rule. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, he's, yep. He's, he's in baseball lore now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the MLBPA just brought back something. MLB just brought it back. It drives me batty, but I'm curious what you think. I was happy with the ghost runner being gone. It's back for this season. What do you think about that? Uh, if they want, I guess if they want to make the uh, games go by quicker, uh, that's what they can do. But uh, I, I, I personally don't like it. I mean, I, I, I want to say, yeah, it's just I feel I feel like it's it's cheap, and you're cheating out the fans. I mean, imagine for a second, right? Mm-hmm. You're a relief pitcher. You come in, but hair a runner on second without doing mm-hmm. The first batter is Mike Trout, okay? You get him to keep it in the yard. He only singles to right field. They score the run. Then the next three batters, you strike out, okay? Yep. So you have one hit, and you had three strikeouts in one inning. I'll take that any day and twice on Sunday. But you couldn't get the loss because you gave up that stupid run. Yep. I did, I, yeah, that's dumb. And plus, you know, you know, being a fan of the game, if I'm getting extra innings, man, that's more bang for your buck too. You know, you don't always get get that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just getting that getting that that run on second is just kind of. Eh. I mean, yeah. I, I see. It, I could see it for like when they did it for the uh, pandemic season. Get get it rolling. I get that. Last year, I was. Nah, not, not, not a fan. No, no. I mean, you want to get during the pandemic season, 
you wanted to get people away from each other and stop being so close and everything like that. I get it. You want them out of the clubhouse. You want them off the field. You want I get it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the uh, the pitch clock they have this year? Stupid. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Stupid. I, I understand. Sorry. I understand why they're doing it. Now, I was a pitcher in high school and in college, you know, right. when I pitched in college. So my mind game was you're at my mercy and however long I want to take. Now, granted, right. some some pitchers extend that mercy a little bit, right? I, I mean, they they take a little bit. Johnny Cueto was, what, 10, 15 minutes in between pitches? Right? <laughs> Sometimes much, 20, yeah. 25. I mean, Plus you can have, like, you can have a full sitcom <laughs> yeah. between pitchers. I mean, between pitches, right? Uh, uh-huh. But uh-huh. sorry, Johnny, if you're ever listening to this, it was a joke, my friend. Okay, good. Uh, it, but no, I, you know, we love you, Johnny. Yeah, John, <laughs> Johnny, don't be mad. But I, I think it's crazy. I mean, why are we shortening up? Why? I, okay. I mean, that's almost as bad as that 17 year rule that they got rid of. Yeah. I, I was joking with some friends on one of the podcasts. I'm like, okay, so if we've got the seven inning rule, which we don't have anymore, are we going to go back to really little league baseball where everybody has to play three innings in the field and everybody's got to get one at bat? Is is that what we're doing here? Because if that's what we're doing here, just let us know. Yeah, I won't spend my money to go to the game. I'll just go to the little league game, get you know a hot dog for 25 cents at the uh, the stand instead of like three hundred dollars for a hot dog. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean. Uh-huh. Yeah, some of these rules that they come up with, and I listen, I get it. People don't – the way that I played the game growing up, it was it was a mental game, right? Oh, yeah. if, you're, if you're 60 feet, 6 inches away from me, my job is to mentally beat you, then physically beat you. And yeah. if you get a hit off me, great. You beat me physically one time. You didn't beat me mentally. I'm going to come back next step out, and I'm going to get you. Right? But, and there are some days where I can't get you. You go two for two off me or three for three before I get yanked, whatever. Right. But if you're going to tell me that I've got, you know, 6.8 seconds in between delivery to delivery, I'm obviously I'm exaggerating, but I mean, if it's just not right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, playing baseball too, like in high school and everything, just to having the pitchers, even if they had a rhythm going and going and going, even me as a batter, I'm like, time out, you know, you got a rhythm. I got to break that up a little bit. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and, and there's so much game inside the game, right, mm-hmm. that that people – I'm the worst person to go to a baseball game with. And you may be the same way, but I'm the worst person to go to a baseball game with because I'm watching everything, okay? Right. I'm yeah. watching the – when they're playing double play death. I'm watching where, where they're playing certain batters, why they're pitching certain ways. You know, my wife can come to a game with me, and she's looking at me and going, so what do you think about it? I'm like, hold it. Okay, but uh, okay, guilty what was of that. Yeah. I'd be guilty of that too <laughs> with my girlfriend. She, I mean, she, she's a diehard Orioles fan too, and we'll be you know, what's going on. Hold, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Okay, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> Got to be quick. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, you know, but it, honestly, the pitch clock thing drives me nuts. I'm glad we got rid of the seven inning thing. The ghost runner, the ghost, you know, the ghost runner really hurts. It hurts people like Kenley Jansen. Oh, yeah. We just got rid of and sent to the Braves, right? Um, the Dodgers got rid of. It hurts a guy like that. It hurts a guy that, you know, the Braves were up 3-1 or 4-1 in the ninth. 
They didn't bring in Kenley. They brought in, you know, Will Smith or whatever. He gave up three. Now it's the 10th inning. Kenley Jensen's pitching. I've seen this play out 100 times here in L.A. And I'm telling you what, 98 out of 100 times, it don't work as well as you think it does. And so, <laughs> unless you're on offense. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was read a stat. It was like, what, 72% of the time when they have uh, the personal and second base on the ghost runner, it, it, it didn't go past the 10th inning last yeah. year or whatever. I was saw that uh, on some YouTube video watching that. So it's kind of – you're pretty much done after the 10th inning, like 72% of the time. One of the podcasts that we did, um, somebody brought up an interesting point, and I, and I had thought about it, but I had – you know, it's one of those points where you think about but you never really vocalize. And then when you hear it, you're like, oh, oh, oh yeah, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, right? You and I are managing. Okay. Okay, you're managing the Orioles. I'm managing, I don't know, the Yankees. Right? We're playing a divisional game. Okay. Right. Um, you got your runner on second, right? It's mm-hmm. the top of the 10th inning. We're playing in the Bronx. Top of the 10th inning. You got your runner on second. I'm going to walk the first batter. Okay. Because mentally, as – as a hitter, with nobody like with no outs and a runner on second, you're thinking one way. With first and second, you're thinking, "Crap, I can't ground into this double play." Mm-hmm. Right. So if I walk that first batter, right, and all of a sudden now it's first and second, now I got a mental game going on with your second batter, right? Right. Because if he hits a ground ball to to second base, which would normally advance that runner to third, now if mm-hmm. he hits a ground ball to second base, it might advance the runner to third, but you're going to get a double play. Yep, 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 two right there, yep. Right. And now if I'm facing the Angels and I got Shohei and, and Trout that I'm I'm going to go, or Trout and Shohei, guess mm-hmm. what? I'm walking them both. Because now I've got to yeah. force at any base. Right. right. As long as I can keep the ball in the infield, I've got to force at any base against Anthony Rendo. Right. Yeah. I mean, then it's a I, – I tell you what, if I'm a manager, I probably do that nine out of ten times. Yeah. Because, I mean, as a hitter – Runner on second, nobody out. Do you think differently than runner on first and second and nobody out? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course you do. And so, yeah, unless the uh, unless you get the the bunt, the bunt, the uh, do play a little bit of small ball going to second and third, but do you then you open up first base again and you can walk them and you can just break right double play. Yeah. So so imagine this for a second. You walk the first guy. You got first and second. You strike right. out the second. Now you got yeah. another guy coming up, and he's got to force that. Like, he can ground into a double play. Okay, so you right. play small ball, right? Now you got first base open. Mm-hmm. I'm walking the next guy. Base is loaded two outs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's if you're going to do it, you may as well play the rules, right? You might as well yeah. play the rules. Yep. And so, yeah, I just I, – yeah, it's crazy. But tomato, tomato, right? It's exactly. baseball. Exactly. <laughs> I, baseball is great for – for you and I, Joe, not only talk about it, but baseball is great because we can come home from a long day, open up the refrigerator, grab, you know, soda, water, whatever. We can just grab something to drink, sit on the couch, unwind, watch. We don't even have to watch the whole game. We can watch three or four innings of the game. Oh, I've done that plenty of times. And then just be back mentally to where you need to be. You just be able yeah. to tune out for a few, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. And isn't that what baseball is great for? Yeah, yeah, throw it on TV. Even for me, like I love listening to the radio because uh, down in Baltimore, the big thing during the summer, steam crabs. That's that's the big thing in Baltimore. I don't know if you know about that, but we eat steam crabs. You have the O's playing in the background. 
eating steamed crabs with some friends, family, on the picnic bench. Uh, that was that was great too. Just listening to the radio. So I gotta I gotta ask this because I I don't think I asked this to this last guy. Um, okay. Orioles Nats is that really a rivalry or is it just because of proximity? I think it's proximity. Okay. You know, that's all. I, I that's how I take it. I really if I see a Nats fan, they, they don't annoy me. They don't bother me. I'm more of a not like a Yankee fan. Like, yeah, like like a Yankees fan or or Boston. It's like oh man, okay. I gotta be nice. Gotta be nice. Uh, <laughs> say something smart. Say something smart. Say something smart. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. Say something smart. <laughs> yeah, you know, Angels Dodgers out here. Um, for Angels fans, it's become a rivalry, and part of that is is because Mike Trout has been up with the Angels since whenever 2009, 2010, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but 2012, something. But Mike Trout has never won a playoff series. The Angels have never won a playoff series. The Dodgers have gone to the World Series three times mm-hmm. in the time that Mike Trout's been an Angel. Won one of them. We won't talk about the one against the Astros because everybody's got their opinions about that. Um, yeah, or the Red Sox, by the way. Everybody's got opinions yep, about that. It. But, you know, we're used to going deep in the playoffs. And so the Angels could be – they could be 0-100. And the Dodgers could be 100 and 0. And when the Dodgers and Angels play, every Angel fan treats it like it's a seven game of the World Series out here. It's wow. hilarious. You know, Dodger fans are like, go ahead and win the series. We don't care. You know, enjoy your couch in October. We're going to enjoy playing. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. As Mike Trout's taking pictures at Eagles games that he's going to, <laughs> and we're still playing, you know, enjoy this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shots fired. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't even care. We trust me, we've had this on the podcast before where, where Dodger Angel fans like break it down. I've got a good friend of mine who's an Angel fan and tells me all the time, you know, we've won the we've won the uh uh series, you know, X number of games to X number of games. I'm like, good for you. <laughs> okay. Come over, my, come over to my house and experience October baseball. Okay, it's been a while for you guys. So listen, sweep us. We don't care. Take all six games. Knock yourself out. But come over, you know, in October and I'll show you what real baseball's like. Check out check out this uh piece of metal that Rob Manford likes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So well, Joe, you've been a great guest in the, the clubhouse. Oh. Thanks for please come back. We're gonna Absolutely. have to have you on. I, I appreciate it, Bill. I have fun. This is a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. Yeah. So top fans, this is Joe. We're going to have him back. He's phenomenal. Uh, we talked offline a little bit um, about uh, some of this stuff, and some of that will come out in some of the, the rivalry podcasts that we're going to put together during the season. So, um, Joe, we sure appreciate having you on. Let's, let's do this again, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Hit me up. Absolutely. All right. Have a good night. Right. You too, Bill. Thank you. Bye.